Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight on SmackDown Live After Buzz TV After Show, who is going after Roman Reigns? And why are some matches being pulled from SummerSlam? Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz what is up, everybody? We are live right here on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Like and subscribe and tell your friends and your foes about the world of AfterBuzz TV as we break down this week's SmackDown Live, the go-home show before SummerSlam. I am Christian Rosenberg. Guys, Gabby Loren is back. Yes, I am. She's back from Israel. I'm back. It's been a long 10 days, but an amazing 10 days. We did some really fun stuff. Uh, Anything from, like, outdoor activities to we packed food for the homeless. Uh, And then we also did Jerusalem, which is the holiest city in the world. So it's beautiful. Took classes. It was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. We heard from speakers. It was such a beautiful trip. But, I mean, was it as beautiful as coming here on a Tuesday night to break down SmackDown? It's a different kind of beautiful Tuesday night. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, By the way, Tom Connolly not here this week. I don't know. Things might be happening sometime soon with Tom. We'll keep you posted. I'll just leave it at that. I feel like they kind of know what kind of things might be happening. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Well, best of luck to you, Tom. (laughs) Can't wait to share the news once the news is readily available. Uh, but we we got one. This is our last stop before SummerSlam. SummerSlam crept up quickly. I felt. Yeah, it did. I feel like it was WrestleMania yesterday. And it's weird because I remember when we were going over Extreme Rules, we're like, oh, we got like four or five weeks until SummerSlam. Okay, that went really fast. Yeah, <laughs> it went really fast. I just feel like time flies in the wrestling world. We have so many pay per views back to back to back. Um, and we are here mostly every Tuesday, not me recently, but, you know, generally our team is here on Tuesdays, and it's just like, it flies. Yeah. Week to week, it just goes by so fast. By the, by the way, I like how you wore the SmackDown blue this week as well. Yeah, I'm representing. There you go. That's Christian's closet right there. It's on Gabby this blue week. Blue strong. <laughs> oh, wow. We got the whole, you got the entire music just for you there. Thank you. I appreciate there that. <laughs> it's about time we do an after buzzer, you know, in your Christian closet. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. If ever. I don't even know. I don't anymore. know if you've done that. I don't know. I'm breaking the mold. Yeah. We're 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 going all out tonight. Thanks for the honor. you you are welcome. You have jo- <laughs> you have joined such prestigious people as Carmela, Renee Young, and Elias. Yes, look Congrats. at that. Uh, <laughs> uh, SmackDown starts this week with Charlotte. We're talking about most of us dreaming for greatness, but you don't have the genetics, the talent, or discipline to achieve it. And then just talks about how Trish Stratus is jealous of her. And she just really wants that one more match, and Charlotte's going to shatter her dreams. So then she wants to go play a tribute video of herself and all her accomplishments, but somehow Trish Stratus got a hand of the producers, and it was a tribute video about Trish. Trish is smart. Great job, (laughs) Trish. Uh, Trish then comes out, and um, she quotes Harley Race, 
saying there's no greater feeling in this entire world to be than to be under these bright lights. And you may be the queen, but you're not me. And she then slaps Charlotte, gearing up for their match this Sunday, which I said last week, and I'll say again this week, I think this match is quietly going to steal the show. Yeah. There's also a lot of WWE Hall of Famers coming back for SummerSlam, so how do you feel about that? I don't like it. You're not a fan? No. I mean, and it's not that it's not like I don't enjoy seeing them, per se, because it's cool to see Trish, because she... She hasn't lost a step. That's why I'm saying like this match is going to steal a show because Trish can still hang with Charlotte. But when we have, you know, last week we were teasing Ali might have a shot at the Intercontinental Championship against Nakamura. Nowhere to be seen for that this week. Um, Sami Zayn challenges Aleister Black to a match at SummerSlam, which we're going to get into later in this. That's not happening at SummerSlam now. But Goldberg's there. And Trish is there, but the regular guys are not. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, like, Trish and Charlotte to me makes a lot of sense for a WrestleMania match, not for SummerSlam. I can understand that, but I think they also want to make this special too. However, ugh, I don't want to be mean, but I feel like they need to get these people in promo classes like a week or two before they start going on television. Because it's been a while, they might be rusty. There, I mean, Trish, other than with WrestleMania and being honored and stuff, I feel like, and maybe Evolution, they're not working all year round, so they might need to brush up on their mic skills. What do you think about that? Because I just felt as though it's a little bit weaker. Like, Charlotte gives it a lot of, like, oomph and pizzazz, and, like, she's very strong on the mic. And then Trish is kind of more laid back. She doesn't really react as much. You know, for most of Trish's career, I don't know if I would really put her in the top level as far as the mic work. I mean, there are times with her as a heel and some of her cockiness, she did very well with that. But she was also more so, in that era, the looks. Right. And that was her, her promo was her looks. But they're doing a promo right now about how she set up Charlotte for this future, and it's not about looks. So with that being said, I think they should definitely have brought her into some promo classes before (laughs) putting her on the mic to have these, like, really powerful moments when she's just sitting there very, like, calm, cool, and collected instead of reacting to what Charlotte's saying. Gabby goes to Hall in and comes back firing up. Bam! 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 Thanks. A little firecracker over here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio. I did like this. So Goldberg's music hits, and Ziggler just does his whole entrance. Um, and just walks to the ring. The music never changed to Ziggler's music. Yeah, what's going so on here? It was it was actually so funny. Hearing the ring announcer introduce Dolph Ziggler with Goldberg's music playing. I thought it was kind of funny, but it was, it was good. You know, Ziggler mocked him to get the heat. All that's good. And Mysterio then comes out. Ziggler attacks before he even gets to the ring. Super kick him. All of a sudden, Rey Mysterio has just become, like, the the beating doll for everyone. It's too bad. Which is, like, when did Rey sign up for this? After him and Andrade's feud ended. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. I guess. Because they had another great match on Raw, but then Andrade won it. And then tonight, he just gets destroyed by Ziggler. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Ziggler needed somebody to punch, I guess. But Ziggler was on fire tonight. He was. He came out and he was just ready to get some action. Yep. And after he he laid out Rey Mysterio, 
He mentioned how every time a legend comes back, this is what's going to happen to them, and this Sunday will be Goldberg's last match. But then out comes Ali, checking on Rey Mysterio, and then charging at Ziggler because he wants to stand up. This is what Mustafa Ali, yes, I used his first name, even though WWE doesn't. I just used it. This is what Mustafa Ali, his character, is all about, sticking up for the good guys, helping out when people are down. Right. That's what he stands for, so that's why he jumped into this match. Although the the matches the character perfectly, the timing couldn't have not made more sense since he should be having an intercontinental title match with Nakamura. And now we're having him stick up for Mysterio against Ziggler and then lose to Ziggler. Shocker, right? I mean, well that's I'm not necessarily shocked that Ziggler won the match. I'm just shocked <laughs> that they did this with Ali right now, because like, wait, what just happened a week ago? We were just building this thing last week, and now we completely destroyed it. I know. I just feel like we've seen Ziggler throughout most of the year, or years, plural, not really getting much out of what he's doing. Like, he did have his big thing with the I disagree with the whole entrance situation, and I don't like a show, but... As far as matches are concerned, he wasn't very strong. He was always losing for the most part. Mm-hmm. So for him to just come out and, I guess, beat Mustafa Ali or throw a beat down also on Rey Mysterio, it's just a new way for Dolph Ziggler, a new beginning maybe. He's had a lot of those. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's had a long career. He's had about 20 new beginnings, I feel yeah. like. So this is 21. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sit down interview with Roman Reigns that was conducted earlier in the day because we're playing the mystery of who done it, who's trying to attack Roman between um, attempted to knock over whatever that giant thing was last week on SmackDown, and then last night on Raw driving the car into his SUV just narrowly missing him. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, really good sound effect. It's spooky. Uh, <laughs> Looks like part of the set. Yeah. How they hang the lights and everything. Uh, Rain's like, I don't know who's attacking me or why. All I know is it's not Samoa Joe. And I'm going to get to the bottom of who did it tonight. That was very uh, manly and uh, big of him to apologize for, to Samoa Joe for dragging him through the mud. I loved it. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was piped applause or legit applause from the crowd. But after he... Like apologized to Mojo, there was like a round of applause, which I found hilarious for some reason. It's because that shows that he's a stand-up guy, you know. So, so you think it's more of him being a stand-up guy and not? Oh, good, because we like Joe. Yeah, I th- well, maybe the chat roll should let us know what they think because you guys are the fans too. So, what do you think about this, this is, situation? This is true. They are they are fans of WWE. Yeah, we like to think they're fans of us sometimes. It'd be good to get like a majority poll. So, let us know what you think. Is it because they love Samoa Joe, or do you think that Roman Reigns was doing something big tonight by admitting he was wrong? And while our live chat roll is doing that, they could also just like any of you that's listening or watching on the YouTube video, you can go onto iTunes, you can give five stars and subscribe to this on Apple Podcasts as well, and of course on YouTube because we want to make this show better and better for you. And Gabby's going to tell you how you can do that. Yes, so thank you so much to all of our AfterBuzz fans, viewers, and everyone on the live stream that tunes in every Tuesday night to watch our SmackDown recap. If you guys are loving what you're seeing as Christian stated, please give us a thumbs up on YouTube. You can do that right now. Let us know if you're liking this podcast. You can also do it on iTunes. Give us a 
five-star rating. And below, I know you guys are you know, feeding the live chat, but you could also comment below on our YouTube page. Let us know your thoughts, your feelings, answer any of the questions we bring up on the show and engage with us. And those comments will stay there forever, not just in the chat roll. So you can also put it in the comment section. And while you're doing that, make sure to hit subscribe on our sports and wrestling YouTube channel for After Buzz. And we have tons of other channels here at After Buzz TV. So you can subscribe to the other ones as well. We don't just cover wrestling in sports we do it all so thanks guys thanks for being loyal fans and um, we'll give some shout outs to the people in the chat I want to shout out Zeno Hour real quick because he just mentioned Tom Connolly is lying he, he's not here this week not because maybe his kids are due <laughs> but because he's the one trying to kill Roman Reigns that's funny <laughs> <laughs> well done well done that's, Zeno that's good Zeno yes uh, Natal- well, let's oh, shout out everybody else while we're at it. Why not? Not just Zeno. So we have Joseph Boza, Maria Nett, uh, Dan GMQ, Bull Talk Killer. I've never seen you in here before, but maybe you're a newer Welcome. Viewer. And Little Fettuccini69 either. So welcome to our chat. <laughs> I like that name. I know, right? I That's like Fettuccini. Little Fettuccini. <laughs> it's a great Italian rapper right there. Yeah. And we have Michael Blake, Tails P., a bunch of people. So thank you guys week to week for tuning in and especially for tuning in right now live. Yeah. Natalia versus Ember Moon, Challenger versus Challenger. And this match, it goes fairly quick and Natalia just almost kind of snaps like she did on Raw. So she has the upper hand when they're on the outside of the ring, locks Ember in the sharpshooter while the ref is counted to 10. It results in a double count out. However, Natalia is still not releasing the hold. This then brings Bailey out to try to save her opponent at SummerSlam. Gets Natalia off her. Natalia then shoves Bailey into the guardrail as Natalia walks away, and Bailey is lying there checking on Ember. Interesting turn of events. A little bit. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised with this that we we didn't see Becky at all because we had Bailey come out, but I figured it would have been something with Becky as well then. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Why do you think that is? Why didn't Becky come out? Part of it could be she's selling um, as far as how long she was in the sharpshooter last night on Raw. Hmm. So maybe, quote-unquote, not clear to be there tonight. To come out, yeah. But they didn't acknowledge it. Right. So, I mean, if they acknowledge it, at least that would have made more sense. But, uh, all right, Bayla's going to make the save because she's just, you know, a, a good person and doesn't want to see people get hurt. But... Becky, I was ready for like the Becky retaliation, and we didn't get it. We did not get it tonight. No, but we might get it Sunday. Yeah, I was gonna say Sunday's coming up, so you <laughs> never know what's in store. Um, well, this now came to Gabby's favorite part of the show, the KO show. <laughs> yes, it is. It's been a few. It's been a few weeks since since we've gotten to hear your praises of Kevin Owens. It has been a few weeks, but um, also a few weeks with Kevin in the spotlight. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, great job, WWE's new creative. They are killing it. You're finally utilizing Kevin Owens to his max potential. Except he's in a match where if he yeah. loses, he quits. Yeah, I saw that. So, um, <laughs> let's just hope he doesn't have to quit and Shane McMahon loses. Well, Shane is his guest on the KO show, and and Kevin asks him why Shane is your career not on the line, and he wants Shane to put his career on the line too. Shane says no, and 
Uh, Kevin Owens says, you show now everyone that you don't have any balls. Um, Shane then kind of talks about what it takes to win a match and all the different ways he can make Kevin Owens suddenly have to quit. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Elias shows up. They try to gang up on Owens. Owens has the upper hand for a minute, including the stunner on Elias on over the announce table. But then Shane gets the upper hand, flipping the announce table over on him, and then delivering a baseball slide into his face with a steel chair. Looked kind of painful. Yeah, it looks kind of painful. Why, why is Shane so much tougher than Elias? That's a great point because Shane is the the best. What it what the is best it? in the world? The best in the world. When they announce him, they say best Shane McMahon in the world. The I, I don't know how world. Greg Hamilton holds his breath for that long. Yeah, but. neither do I. It takes a lot of yeah air and skill. <laughs> but yeah, so so what did we think of this uh, beatdown that Kevin Owens received at the hands of Shane McMahon? Well, usually when uh, the show before a <laughs> pay per view, we, we've seen it before. The best in the world. Wow. Shane McMahon. They make him look really hardcore there with all those tattoos. Yeah, well, the image yeah, see, well, yeah, because that's he, they just put Shane's face over CM Punk's body. Yeah, so they're trying to make him look really hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, when they make a wrestler lose or look weak before a big pay per view, it's usually because they're going to win in their match. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Kevin Owens is going anywhere. I think he's going to beat Shane McMahon at SummerSlam, and this was a perfect way to close out SmackDown for the week leading up to the precipice of SummerSlam. Except this didn't close SmackDown. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it closed, like, like this was their... their their, their go-home moment. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's their okay. go-home moment. I don't mean, like, close the show. I mean, it closed it for them. Their loose ends were tied tonight. And on Sunday, Kevin's going to seek revenge. There you go. And show everybody why he deserves a spot on this roster on SmackDown. Sami Zayn. So after Kevin Owens just gets beaten down and needs to be helped to back, his buddy Sami Zayn shows up. No acknowledgement of what happened. But um, talking about how last week he called out Aleister Black and Black responded with silence. He's clearly terrified that I'm going to uh, relieve him of his demons and his like depression. Out comes Aleister Black and said, well, no, this match is um, not happening at SummerSlam. It's happening tonight. By the way, we should talk about, because I haven't been here, his entrance, Aleister Black's entrance. Oh, it's such a badass entrance. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. thought it was so cool. He's like... Rising up. Yeah, he, 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 he. I mean, now with a bigger set. I mean, in NXT he was doing it too, but now it's a a larger set now. Yeah. Being on SmackDown, it's. I mean, I've I've said it before. I really feel like they, if they do it correctly, keyword there, they could make Alistair be like a modern day Undertaker. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. A modern day for sure. Um, plus, I also like the use of the graphics that they they incorporate, like they did in NXT, but um, for SmackDown on on screen, and like it looks like I don't know devil words, I guess, and then it like switches to his name. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it's like hieroglyphics. Cheryl, tell us what it is. I'm sure <laughs> we probably shouldn't know what it is, and we don't, but that's okay. But it's cool. Nonetheless. <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah. So I'm just kind of bummed because. I was super excited for this match at SummerSlam. Like, you give it more pay-per-view time, so you're going to give them a good 15-plus minutes, and this match would be awesome. Tonight's match was, meh. It, was, it wasn't that long, and 
Black Mass for the win. Alistair got the win over Sami Zayn. So going back to your point, do you think that they nixed this match from SummerSlam because they wanted to bring in these alum and these WWE Hall of Famers and give them something to do? Give them more time, 100%. So it was just like, sorry, we're going to have to give up this spot. Well, I am kind of curious because normally up to this point, the last few pay-per-views, we've had 10, 11, even 12 matches announced mm-hmm. that would be on SummerSlam. As of tonight, when, we're, when we do the predictions shortly, uh, there's only nine. Now... More will probably get announced over the next day or two as far as what the kickoff matches are, etc. But it's just like, this is getting thrown off? Yeah. And the women's tag titles got taken off and they were done on Raw? And it's just like, eh, that's kind of weird. So with all that being said, it sounds like you're not very excited about SummerSlam. No, that well, that's the, 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 uh, the card is still solid. Okay. It could have been even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, he's back. We've been missing these for the last few weeks. <laughs> when Gabby was gone, Shelton wouldn't do these interviews anymore, apparently. Yeah, it was only because I was gone. Yeah. He's like, all right, Gabby's <laughs> back this week. Now I need to be interviewed again. He's asked whether or not he would ever compete for the 24-7 title. And he's just kind of doing his uh, looking around thing. He finally speaks by saying, well... And then walks away. And these are my favorite things. I want I want Shelton Benjamin memes. I want to know what he is thinking when it's going on. We have it looping right now on um, on on the YouTube video for you guys to just see. Like like I want ideas from people. Like I want them to insert their audio on what he might be thinking in his mind. I think that'd be fun. That's not a bad idea. I think it'd be hilarious. Let's do it. I've been trying. I've been preaching to people, and they said, "Yeah, I'm going to do it." And no one's stepping up. Yeah, because come I've on, seen guys, you step up before. your game. Step up your Shelton Benjamin game. I'm sure he'll like them too. Memes are fun. They are. Do you remember? Like, I think through WhatsApp, we used to create memes all the time. WhatsApp. Like they had a, uh, I think a feature where you could make your own meme. They might still have it. Yeah, there you go. I know there's you a can few use apps that apparently. That. It's pretty fun. Uh, Firefly Funhouse. God, Bray Wyatt's creepy. Bray Wyatt's so creepy. I love it so much. Oh my god, I want to hide. <laughs> <laughs> this is the difference in personalities between Gabby and I. I say how much I love it, Gabby wants to hide. I love it, but I still want to hide. <laughs> still creepy and scary. Um, and just like how like he'll he'll say like almost like trigger words mm-hmm. where all of a sudden the happy go lucky Bray Wyatt then just like starts transitioning to, into the fiend yeah into the person with a lot of issues oh <laughs> it's it's so interesting uh can we talk about that pig on the table next to the candy oh yeah his his but his buddy what? husky how as, as ridiculous ins- was that as an as an inside joke to when when he was first um on NXT when it was a competition show and he was known as Husky Harris and he was a big dude. Like, he was really big. Mm. And he's lost a ton of weight since then. So that pig is supposed to mock that guy. Oh, wow. That's kind of rude. Well, no, all the puppets mock something that has to do with Bray. Interesting. Uh, Because we had the Abby the Witch for Sister Sister Abigail. Abigail. And then the the bunny is... um, um, I think you call him, or someone is Waylon or someone's Mercy. I don't remember which one was which, but oh, in regards yeah, to because 
he um, a lot of people felt like he took the character from the early 90s of a wrestler named Waylon Mercy. Mm. So it was just like all these little things that were almost like inside jokes of who Bray Wyatt was. Turned into. Yeah, it's kind of reminding me of the movie Split, where the guy is like all these different uh, personalities and like sides to him. Yeah. And so Bray Wyatt could be that. What if he has all these different, because he's pulling from different people as inspiration to different sides of his personality? You never know. You never know. Never know. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Dang MQ in the chat. Mercy the Bunny was, was, was the name. Mercy the bunny. I think it might be Rambling Rabbit is the bunny, and the uh, buzzsaw is Mercy the buzzer, I think. Oh, well then, Dang MQ, you are wrong. I think you're right, Mercy the buzzer. Dang MQ, you just made me sound like a fool. Yeah, the Rambling Rabbit (laughs) bit, I don't understand the reference for that, but yeah, the the buzzer is definitely Waylon Mercy, who was a wrestler, uh, Dan Spivey, actually, back in the 80s. Yeah, exactly, Dan Spivey. Josh in the booth knows his stuff. Good job, Josh. Um... Ramble Rabbit, I mean, I don't know if that has to do with if if he was considered or someone was considered like a gossip at some point. So, like, it could be that type of nickname. But, no. Um, either way, I love it. Same, same. <laughs> uh, Chad Gable is backstage, stretching, getting ready for nothing. Also, always he ready. looks... Okay, wait. Because it's been a few weeks for me. Yes. Did he not have hair before? Now he has hair, or like there's something different with his face. He looks so different. Well, so maybe a couple month or two ago, he chopped his hair. It used to be long, and he chopped it super short. Yes, that's what it was. Because he looks like really young right now. He, he, he definitely looks younger, and he's gotten even more. He's always been jacked. He's gotten like even more jacked. But the thing is, for several weeks, we were seeing him in the back. Laughing at Apollo Crews and taking notes. Then for a couple weeks, didn't see either of them. Now tonight, Elias is calling him short. Mm. We have now gone to the short game. Yeah, it's it's kind of like what Daniel Bryan went through with Big Cass. It is the same exact thing. And Elias, yeah, he's definitely taller than Chad Gable. But Elias is not a giant by any means. I was going to say, there's not too much of a difference there. No. It's like a few inches. I mean, I, w- I would say I think Chad. G- I mean, Chad Gable is is not tall. He's maybe like five six, five seven. Elias, five I'm nine. Six, no, he's five, eight. He's probably Elias is probably around my height, around six one, six two. Oh, I didn't realize you were that tall. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm a big dude. Elias is actually six feet. Oh, there six, you go. six foot. Six you can't be taller than Elias. I'm, I guess I'm slightly taller than Elias. No, I think someone lied to you about your height. <laughs> I'm 6'1". Because I'm trying to picture you next to Elias. Like, I don't see you looking down on Elias. Well, one inch is not going to make me look down on him. Exactly the point. We're going to be looking eye to eye. Chad Gable and Elias can't be too far off. Josh, what does Wikipedia say Chad Gable is? Chad Gable is actually 5'8". 5'8". 5'8". You're totally wrong. I said 5'7". You said (laughs) 5'6". 5'7". Let's get it straight. Well, yes. To the point, though... The short game, it's a four-inch difference, according to Wikipedia. That's not a huge deal. Well, it's a deal to me. If I can get some four inches, I'd be really happy. Well, you're like (laughs) 5'1"? I'm (laughs) 5'2". I'm 5'2". I'm off, like, everyone that we just said, I've been off by one inch. I just want to point that out. If I could be 5'6 and add four inches, I'd be so happy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm happy anyways, but... um, 
Yeah. I don't five, know. Five, six would be I don't nice. know if I want to be four inches tall. I don't know if I want to be six, five. Yeah, you don't. That might be too tall. That's way too tall. I don't know. That's giant status. That's basketball player status. I know. I would have a better shot. Yeah, you could have been in the pros. Yeah, I, I still would have been one of the smaller guys in the pros at 6'5". Mm, no. <laughs> oh, boy, can dream. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're doing a thing with Elias and, and Chad Gable because Chad Gable's short. That's what we're going with that. Okay. Uh, Kofi promo about... Um, you know, his response to Randy Orton's promo from last week, talking about their history. I always like when they do these callbacks. I mean, this is from someone from 10 years ago, and they're bringing it back yeah. for this. I love this part. Which is great. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. It's also nice to see the work that Kofi put in, and I think this this promo was very heartfelt. I feel like a lot of us can relate to Kofi Kingston because sometimes you're the underdog, but you work hard, you pound the pavement, and eventually you get your shot and your opportunity. And Kofi constantly is bringing to the table that he has worked so hard for this dream, and he finally attained it. And I just, I love every promo that has to do with this mindset and this way of thinking because it's very inspirational. Yeah. And, you know, with the classic... Um, again, Josh in the booth is just on fire. Find like the the stupid, stupid, pivotal moment of both Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston's career, uh, yeah. right there. But this is the kind of stuff that motivated him, yeah, to be successful, stay in the game, and not give up. Because when people tell you no or people are mean to you, that's when you use it as fuel to your fire yep. to get what you need to, to get done. Uh, New Day versus Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, that's right. Tag team match, player. Really fun, hard-hitting back-and-forth match between the two. It finally looks like New Day's going to get the win, but Eric Rowan grabs steel steps, hits Xavier Woods with it, causes a DQ. Um, Rowan and Dan O'Brien then just beat down Big E and Xavier. Crowd is kind of waiting to see Kofi make the save, but he's nowhere to be found. But instead, the Tron cuts to Roman Reigns, Walk into the men's locker room, and he's asking everyone to leave. So everyone just gets up and leaves because Roman says so, but tells Buddy Murphy to stay seated. And he wants to know because he he said video showed Buddy Murphy in the hallway. Buddy Murphy was around, and he knows, you know, he's 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 not a nice guy, and Shane kind of likes him. So he's like, you know, what do you know? And Buddy Murphy's like, I don't know anything. But if I did, I wouldn't tell you anything. Roman then beats the hell out of Buddy Murphy to the point where Buddy Murphy finally says, okay, okay, it was Rowan. And Roman is just like, what, you mean like Rowan, Dan O'Brien? And Buddy replies, I didn't see Dan O'Brien, but I saw Rowan. And then the camera goes to Dan O'Brien and Rowan standing in the ring, just kind of just staring like they're not worried? Uh, it looks like Daniel Bryan was a little bit thrown off and Rowan was kind of blank. Yeah, Rowan was very blank. Blank. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan kind of looked like what's going on? And and that's Disappointed. How, and that's how Smackdown goes off the air. So, yeah. have we after one week have we already figured out the Roman Reigns who done it? Is it done? And and did and is Rowan now the new Rikishi and that uh, he did it for Daniel Bryan? Like Rikishi did it for The Rock when he attacked Austin. Is that what's happening right now? I think there could be more to this story. I hope so. Because I don't want it to end in a week. 
I always love these whodunit mystery things. Yeah. I don't want them solved this quickly. No, I don't think this is the end of this, the line or end of the story. I think there's more to come out of this. Well, we can only hope. And we could also only hope that we have a fun wrestling rap for this week. Because Gabby's back. That means wrestling rap is back. And we're excited. All right, you guys. Wrestling rap for this week. Get ready. It's super exciting. <laughs> it's not a lot, a lot, a lot going on. But um, essentially, Lynch and Reigns have been unveiled as the WWE 2K20 cover stars for the new video game. So congratulations to them. It's set to be released worldwide for systems PS4, Xbox One, and PC for Tuesday, October 22nd. And this is the first time that two wrestlers have shared the cover since WWE's partnership with 2K Sports in 2013 began. Um, and she's all, Becky Lynch is the first woman to be a cover star. So it's a really big deal. It is, it is a really big deal. I really want a New Day to be on the cover. of the, There's a the cover right there um, on the screen. I really wish it was the New Day on the cover this year, but I totally get it being Becky and Roman. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, too. Uh, the commercial, like the little trailer for it, is hilarious. I don't know if you've gotten to see it yet, Gabby, mm-hmm. but um, you know, the party in the mansion with legends, current superstars, NXT superstars, they're all just relaxing, and then Becky breaks through the glass ceiling. And just completely ruins the party. And Roman goes up to her and is like, what's up, man? It's <laughs> <And laughs> awesome. I, I, I really thought the commercial was well done. And, and you know the game's going to be well done, too. So there's also a Women's Evolution 2K showcase mode that follows the careers of Lynch, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, and Sasha Banks. And they also have features... Um, with a collection of 2K showcase downloadable content designed to let players explore new playable worlds and experience unique themes beyond what's available at WWE 2K20's launch. The ability to complete, uh, sorry, to compete as a male and female superstar in my career and mixed tag team matches. And you have the return of WWE Towers mode, including an all-new tower inspired by the storied career of Roman Reigns, with updated controls to make WWE 2K20 more accessible to new players. So there's a lot of really fun stuff. Also a deluxe copy as well. So People are going to start getting pumped yeah. up for that. Check it out. Next up, we have some injuries to talk about. So Rachel Evers from NXT suffered a torn ACL at a house show. Um, so we hope that she has a speedy recovery. She was facing Lacey Evans, or sorry, not Lacey Evans, Lacey Lane last Saturday at an NXT house show in Fort Pierce, Florida, when she endured the injury. And the match wound up ending in a no contest due to her getting hurt. So she released a statement about her injury and wrote that she'll be having surgery on Tuesday, which is today, pretty much. Um... She put, professional wrestling is the love of my life. My heart is at home when I'm in the ring sharing moments with you all. On Saturday night, my heart broke a little bit. At her NXT show in Florida, I tore my ACL. Those three letters have caused me to feel so much pain, disappointment, and fear. I never thought that I would have to face this challenge and be ripped away from what makes my heart thrive. What I'm born to do. But here I am. 
And that same passion that fueled me in the ring will now push me to return to it. Now, I'm not going to read the rest. You guys can look it up. But ACL injuries for anybody in any sport is like one of the worst injuries you you're, can have as an athlete. You're on anywhere from 6 to 12 months. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough injury. And yeah. sometimes you never really fully heal. So. Yeah, and, and being, you know, she's daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Paul Elberg. Um, you know, she's just not that long ago finally got signed to NXT. You know, she's appeared on NXT program and she's appeared in the Mae Young Classic, but finally signed full time. Um, I, I think less than six months ago. So it's you know terrible, terrible timing. Obviously, wish speedy recovery for her because uh, she's damn good. She's a really, really good wrestler. Right, she is. So, speedy recovery to you. I'm sorry about that. That's the worst situation. Um, so, another person with an injury, Bobby Lashley, who had surgery on his elbow. Um, he's set to be back, reportedly, by Pro Wrestling Sheet in November. Um, and he's looking forward to returning to the ring. He is 43 years old, and he had to go under the knife to remove bone spurs from his elbow. So... Kind of crazy. Well, I can understand with that crazy last man standing match that he had with Strowman that that things could have happened. I mean, this could have been lingering from before that, but mm-hmm. that was. I mean, that match really. Honestly, I think that was my favorite Bobby Lashley match since he's come back to the WWE. Was that match at Extreme Rules with Braun Strowman? So again, hopefully, you know, it's nothing super serious, and he comes back in a few months, and then yeah. we'll see what they use with him then. Yeah. And the only other thing I'm going to bring up is that Stone Cold Steve Austin actually talked about and graded Kevin Owens' use of the stunner. Uh-oh. Yeah. So he said, I would give it a B plus. I'm a huge KO fan, but I've seen a couple of the deliveries that have been a little off. And if you guys want more information about his thoughts on Kevin Owens' stunner, you guys can look it up yourself. I found it on therap.com. <laughs> but, you know, I love Kevin Owens, so I got to... Praise him. Kevin, I think you do the center real well, so don't you worry about what he says. There you go. He's just upset. Because <laughs> he's he just to, jealous. He's just upset because he's got to get back in the ring again at his age, and, you know, the McMahons are forcing him to do SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a few minutes left, but we have some SummerSlam predictions to get to. Oh, yeah, let's do that. We got predictions... Are you ready, Gabby? Let me take a deep breath. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. Goldberg and Ziggler. Ziggler. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm going to go Ziggler. Okay. (laughs) I know everybody's going to say Goldberg. Yes! Why not say Ziggler? Because sometimes what everybody thinks never happens. Because this match is not going to go longer than a minute. Maybe it will be nobody wins. No contest. Oh, maybe. I'll I, say that. How about that? No contest. Okay. Nobody wins. All right. Uh, I think Goldberg wins in a minute. <laughs> I don't want that to that happen. That would be the obvious answer, but I, I feel like sometimes when everyone says it, it goes in the That's because direction. every Goldberg match is obvious. <laughs> that's how it. That's what happens. If anything, maybe we'll go two minutes because Ziggler will spend the first minute stalling, running around the ring. Poor Ziggler. Why would they they set him up for failure too much? Yeah. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte again. I thought I think this might steal the show. Charlotte's going to win, but this is going to be fun. Is this for the championship? Well, neither of them are champions right now. No. Oh yeah, Charlotte doesn't have it. <laughs> um, 
Not even contenders, right? Because there's no, no storyline after this SummerSlam. No, no, just a one-off. So I believe that Trish Stratus is going to win. Wow! If you could say Goldberg's going to win against Ziggler because no, he's an alum, fine. then Trish Stratus could win too against that, Charlotte. Yes, she can. She can. To she... prove to Charlotte, I did pave the path for you. <laughs> I like it. I want that. I want you to be right on that one. I would prefer yeah, that. I think she might win. Uh, United States Championship, AJ Styles defending against Ricochet. Um, I think they're riding this thing with the OC, um, AJ Gallows and Anderson, so I'm going to say AJ retains. AJ retains. Finn versus Wyatt. Now, there's no way you can say Finn wins this match. Wyatt. Okay, Wyatt. Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. And if Kevin Owens loses, he quits. He quits. He's not going to quit. Kevin Owens wins. Shane McMahon's winning this match. And you think Kevin Owens is going to quit? No, it's going to be a thing where he's going to have to quote-unquote quit, and then a week later someone's going to bring him back. But somehow Shane McMahon is going to win this match. So Dang MQ, or Dan GMQ, he says they don't win in their hometown, but that's a really good point to bring up. We have two wrestlers in their hometown, or in their home country. Three. Three. So we have have Trish, we have Kevin Kevin Owens. Owens, And then we have Natalia versus Becky. Well, somebody in that group's got to win. I'm going with Kevin Owens and Trish. I was going to say someone has got to lose. And And maybe that's Natalia. It's not going to be Kevin Well, well, Becky, I think, is going to win that match against Natalia. Yeah, so Natalia will lose. Right. So Natalia and Owens will lose. No. Well, I'm saying all three of the matches will lose then, aren't I? I say two win out of three. No. Oh, see, that, that's actually an interesting point. Well, at least one of the... Star Drew says, at Christian Rosenberg, you are nuts. KO wins. I agree. Shane McMahon's the best in the world for a reason. I don't want him to win, but he's the best in the world. Um, Looks like we got a lot of KOs in the chat roll. Chris, Michael, and Joseph Boza agree he should. wins. He should win. I want him to win. You're just a But hater. it's Shane McMahon. And Shane just doesn't lose matches. For some stupid reason. <laughs> um, Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Ember Moon. I think Bailey retains. It would be very interesting if Ember got the championship. It would. I, w- I would love to see her as a champion. I think Ember Moon wins. You and I are not agreeing on... Well, other than Wyatt, I don't think we've agreed on a single match. This is good. I like that, I think though. Ember Moon would be an amazing champion. She deserves it. Uh, Kofi versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. What do you think? You go first. I think Kofi. Kofi yeah. It's not done yet. I guess Kofi has to keep it because I think he's doing such a good job and he is inspirational. So for him to lose it that fast after this 11-year stint of him working so hard, it would be Well, crazy. at this point, I don't know if it would... I don't think it would be considered fast because, I mean, this has now been... Um, so he won it in the beginning of April, April, May, June, July. It's a five month reign. That's not. Yeah, it's not long enough, I think. For 11 years of work, five months. No, I, no. again, I'm just saying he retains. I just wouldn't call this a quick reign yeah. at this point. Well, in, in comparison to how many years he's been working for it, I yeah. think it would be quick. And finally, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Brock. I don't want it to be, but it'll be Brock. 
I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Yeah, I love it. We, we've like disagreed on just about everything, which yeah. is great. Which is great. Means yeah. Somebody's going to be right. Someone's going to be wrong. Right, and more than likely you'll be right because I'm always <laughs> terrible at these. We want to know what you think, so make sure you leave us comments on the YouTube page and on iTunes. And, of course, you can talk to us on various forms of social media. Gabby, how can we reach out to you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gabby Loren TV. That's G A B B Y L O R E N TV. Reach out, send me a DM if you want to chat it up, ask me any questions. I know a few of you are already doing that. So thank you for engaging. And I host Sheehan on Thursdays live through the app. So make sure you download Sheehan. That's S H E I N on Thursday. And you can follow me on Twitter at Will Rosenberg, Instagram, The Will Rosenberg. Get yourself a Segway City, amongst other shirts, at ProRosandTees.com slash Christian Rosenberg. Those of you down in 29 Palms, California, Alpha Omega Wrestling will be going on this Saturday night out there. Uh, follow AO Wrestling CA on Twitter for details on that. And for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow them on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Gabby Loren, I'm Christian Rosenberg, and we will see you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 